your life tonight. You cannot afford to be sleepy. You cannot afford to be hungry or tired. If you are as expectant as I am, stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout as we welcome Lady Reverend Joy. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to just lift up your hands to the Lord tonight. Can you hear anything at all? Because me, I can't. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord tonight and just thank him for his mercy, for his grace, for his goodness. Thank him that he's the one who helps us in all that we do. He has brought us this far in this semester. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by his spirit. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. Father, we thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for bringing us to church tonight. I pray, oh God, for a fresh wind of faith to move through this congregation tonight. I pray, oh God, that wherever we are in our walk with you, you will draw us after you and you will cause us to be lifted up in the spirit. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seat. Wow. Are you glad you came to church? Oh, I said, are you glad you came to church? Powerful. Hallelujah. Well, as you know, we are entering the exam season. Ask your neighbor, the seven hours, no, how, 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 what have you done today? Ask your neighbor, how many hours learning today? And tell your neighbor, Christians don't lie. Christians don't lie. Because some of you went to class, but as for learning, per day, 30 minutes. So tell your neighbor, it's left with six and a half hours. The way you did only 30 minutes, you know. Hey. Hallelujah. Amen. The fact that we believe God doesn't mean that we don't study. Mm. Jesus, 1 Corinthians 1.24, he says he was, the, he, is the, he was the power and the wisdom. Not just power alone. Wisdom. Mm. Ask your neighbor, do you have sense? So, tonight we're going to be talking about for the next two or three weeks. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. And the reason is because many of us are believers, but our faith is not conk. How do I know that your faith is not conk? I am your pastor. And when I look at the things that you can be totally worried about and devastated about, I'm like, what kind of inframa is in this children at all? Ask your neighbor, are you just a bag of hot air? Hot air. Hot air. You just come. Then you are shouting, tell your neighbor, no hot air. No hot air. No hot air. Come on. There must be something inside you. <laughs> we are not jamming. We are listening to words. 
we have done all the jamming already. Amen? Because we come to church, it's beautiful. We come and we sing and we jam. All those things are nice. Dancing to the Lord is an instruction in the Bible. Clapping to the Lord is an instruction in the Bible. But when you are done, you need to also have faith to keep you. Amen? Hey. So we're going to be talking about faith. And you see, whatever situation you have, when you allow faith to enter, it becomes like a fresh wind in the same thing. Are you seeing it? The situation is tough and stiff and hard in some way. But when you allow your faith to be exercised in that same situation, you see that it just sort of sweeps through. Are you there? Like a fresh wind on a hot day. Nothing has changed though. The heat is still there. But a fresh wind has come and it has made the heat bearable. And suddenly, before you know it, better things are on your way. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. It's as, the reason why I brought up the fact that you are moving into exam time is that that's one of the main times you need faith in your life. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Yes, we are doing the studying and you will understand why in a little while. We can't just sit down there and say that's okay by faith. I've written the questions. No, you must actually answer the question. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this is the first in the series we're going to be talking about faith. And I'm going to be sharing a number of things with you about faith. The first thing that I want to share with you is that as for faith, it's taken for granted that you have it because the Bible says that to each of us is given a measure of faith. So let's look at the scripture, Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. And I want you to put down the scriptures and actually meditate on them. Let them enter you. What's your name? Romans 12, 12, 3. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has given every man. So this verse is saying a number of other things. I don't want to go there. They will dig us into another hole that I don't plan to enter tonight. But I just need to establish that each of us has a measure of faith. And that faith makes us do certain things. For example, when you came tonight, you didn't test to see whether the chair will hold you. You sat. Just sat. In other words, I have faith that the thing will support me. Are you, are you seeing it? Uh-huh. But there are some things too that when you get there, then you are now checking and testing. But you have faith. Some of you are waiting to feel things. You will die without knowing anything. Yeah. Are you there? Do you feel your arms when you have them? No. But if I'm to come down and I start to fall, my arms will automatically come out to brace me. So faith is like your arms. You don't feel it. It's there. It's there. But in the day that something is now happening, the faith kicks in. That's how come you just came and you sat. You just sat. If you were fe- fearful, you say, for <laughs> you don't, you see, you think it is, it is not an important example. But that's because you have not yet been made the head of an organization and there's somebody there working electronics to remove you. Such people, when they are coming to sit on their chair, there is chair inspection before. Is there something inside, under, around? Are you there? 
They don't really have the faith to just get up and just sit like that because they know that something has been, maybe, perchance, somehow, it may be that. Are you with me? I'm just giving you an example. But when you don't have such a mind, you just walk into it and then you sit. So you have faith. And I need us to start there because some people feel that, oh, me dear, I don't have faith. I don't feel like I have faith. Listen, I, I have a problem with those of you who want to feel everything. You have faith, whether or not you feel. You see, when you meet somebody who's beautiful, the person is beautiful, whether you feel they are beautiful or they are not beautiful. It's just there. It's not something that you have to feel it before. Hey. Amen. You cannot walk around life being led by your feelings. Feelings are the most dangerous thing on earth. Hey, have you not noticed that depending on certain conditions, you can be very happy with somebody. Then some other conditions, and the person is annoying you. So if you were going to make decisions based on that, who will live? Uh, are you in the church? The same person who you were talking to, to your same roommate who was your friend. But today, something's on. It's a passing something. Tell your neighbor, it's a passing something. Stop, you know, stop, stop making mountains in places where there's nothing to. I mean, let's move on. Tell your neighbor, life must move on. Let's be serious. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you see. So we all have a measure of faith. But tonight, I want to share a few things with you. Amen? To help this faith to work. Yeah. Because if you don't have faith, eh, if you have faith and there's nothing to show, then it's dead. Ah, please, let us go to the scripture. Hmm. Wow. James chapter 2. James chapter 2 is your faith chapter. Even so, from verse 17, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. A man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. So the writer is saying, James says, show me your faith without works. And I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God? You do well. The devils believe and tremble. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? So, it's not faith and feelings. It's faith and works. If you are a person of faith, something must show it. For example, it is a certain faith in God that has brought you to church. Are you getting it? If you don't have faith in God, you won't come to church. You'll be on your own. But if you believe that there's something, a faith, that's why it brought you. It made you do something. And when you go through the Bible, you will see that people who had faith, who received things from God, there was something that they did. You don't just sit there and say, okay, so I believe in God. The exam questions, they should come. By faith. Oh, by faith. Ah, Stephanie, don't you have faith? I mean, by faith. I mean, so we are going to the moon lane. We're just, we're just going to sit there. We shall, as we are there. Hey, it will pain you. It will pain you. It will pain you. It will pain you. 
Are you here? So there are works. You see, let's look at a few examples in the Bible to establish the point. I want our first example to come from Mark chapter 5. A very nice story. The woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5. Now, this woman, you remember I spoke briefly about her on Sunday. I'm not going to go inside, inside. I'm just going to talk a little bit about her. This woman had heard about Jesus. Please just move the story with me. It starts in verse 25, but it moves on. And she heard about Jesus. Move on. The, 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 the <laughs> so when she heard about him, she did not stay in her house hoping that Jesus will come to pass. Are you here? Mm-hmm. The scripture says that she believed that if she touched his, his um, garment, she would be healed. So she moved herself from wherever she was to the place where he was and maneuvered her way to touching that garment. That was her faith. You can always ask the question that why did she not believe anything else? Hey, she's entitled to her own opinion. But her faith was that if she can only reach there. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I remember a time when I was on campus as a student and I got ill and they couldn't really find out what it was. In those days, Ghana didn't have what you have today. I was so sure that if I got home, and if I got to my mother's room, and I got to her bed, I'll be okay. Yeah. It was a very strong thought. Yeah. I just knew. I said, no, no, no. I can go. Okay, I've come to the gate. The hospital is here. Home is some distance away. But I was so sure. I was so sure. Are you with me? I entered the house. I don't even remember if I greeted because I was so sick. And I walked straight. Hey. Lay on my mother's half of the bed. Yeah. And I stayed there until I got well. Yeah. I was an adult. Why? I, I don't know why. You see, I, why, I guess that I was a bit afraid also that, hey, but what is this? I don't get sick. What is this? Uh-huh. Are you in the house? So she too, she believed that if I can get to Jesus, stretch out my hand and touch the hem of his garment, I will be okay. I'll be okay. Her faith had brought forth works. Are you there? The works, what she did was a demonstration of the faith that she had. And you see clearly that she received her miracle. Example number two is in the next chapter, Mark chapter 6. Remember that we spoke about blind Bartimaeus. This guy, he had heard about Jesus. You see, the hearing is also very important anyway. Please ask your neighbor, what have you been hearing these days? Some of you, Satan, Satan has been talking to you. You must know when Satan is talking to you. Hey. You can't do it. It won't work. Everybody's looking at you. I'm just giving you some of his favorite statements. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody will see that you will fail. Everybody will laugh at you. You can't do. Just stop. Don't go any further. This place that you are there, you can't move from here. The money, it will not come. You'll be broke. They will suck you from the school. How many people in this institution of ours, in this Ghana in which we live in it, have been sacked because of it? I'm just asking you a question. It's a serious question. <laughs> Nobody said, you enter the university, a finishing there will be. Ah. What are you saying? Look, look at how you are quiet. Yeah. 
It is true. There are people, they strive and finish. And then when they are done, try and go away. And then they'll come and then they'll pay so They finish and they collect their paper. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the institution also has a human face. So when you go, then they'll say, hey, go and bring half. You don't have half. You come back. Hmm. Bring it. Put it back. Collect the paper. Yeah, they will ask for faces you will get. But I have not seen anybody. Uh, maybe I'm not in the school properly. I've not seen it. Because you have been paid. Leave. Go. You have forfeited everything. I'm yet to see it. I'm yet to see it. Are you there? But you see, you have an enemy. They will suck you. They will suck you. You have been paid. Don't allow you to pay. Exams officer will not listen to you. The exams officer is a human being. In this Ghana in which we live, we, we live in it. Hey, the church has become very quiet. So. <laughs> yeah, somebody can talk to that person. This Ghana in which we are. I don't know about Abreche, but here. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So blind Bartimaeus, he had also heard about Jesus. He was a beggar by the roadside. How low can you get? Have you started begging yet? Ah, so until you reach there, you know that there's still some room small. Because it's a very difficult life to be begging. Everybody who's passing is eyeing you. Recently, I was in Accra. And after, at a certain stop, this stop, then you, you give some, one CD, this, that. Oh, every Michael, they worried us. Just that, you're giving one CD here. This, this, that. Oh, do you remember? Every stop. Then every stop that you are, then somebody will come looking for money. So somebody was coming, I wanted to say, ah, but why? Is it taxes that they are collecting? <laughs> it's not the person for, I have to remind myself that it's a fresh beggar. He doesn't know what has gone on at the other traffic lights. So it's not an easy life. By the time you become a beggar, said, Shelly, you are down there, down, 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 down. This man heard about Jesus. And when he heard, he didn't discuss with anybody. Some of you talk too much to the wrong person, including your people at home, and I hope they are hearing me. Yeah. Yeah. Some things you don't say. Hey, the people are quiet again. Ah. You are now coming to... <laughs> I won't go there. Yes, everything you say. You don't discuss with everybody. Yeah. You come and tell me that, oh, you want to go where? Some discussions, we don't have it. We wake up, we're going to camp, then go and call home, then we want to go to camp. Grow up. Blind Bartimaeus realized that if he opened his mouth to tell the people that he believed in Jesus, they would sit on his faith and they would stamp it out. Didn't say anything. When he heard that Jesus was passing, he started to shout. Because remember, he didn't have eyes. God will always allow you to start with what you have. He didn't have eyes, but voice he had. Shouting, he could shout. So stop looking for somebody's eyes and say, when I get eyes and I can see the man, then I will do. Where you are, there's something that you can use. Said voice there I have. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The people said, be quiet. I told you, be careful of the people. <laughs> are you in the house? I remember when we started this project to change, to change the chairs. I didn't mention it anywhere. Anywhere. Lest they remind me that the average offering of my church is something, something. Because people are putting 50 pesos. Please ask your neighbor, what do you put in the offering today? What, what do you put in? <laughs> I say if I mention it. Because when we went, we saw another chair there. 
the white ones we have been folding, folding, we saw it two thirds of the price of this one. And I said, no, that white chair is part of the problem in my church. When people sit on it, they are not happy at all. And they look at it. I said, no, I don't want this chair. I should now go and open my mouth and tell the people that I don't want this two thirds. I want this one. No, tell the person everything you say. Learn it. Yeah. So everything you say. So I didn't talk about it at all. Yeah, blind Bartimaeus was there. Shouting and shout. Jesus heard him. Are you seeing the faith again? It was the faith he had that made him shout. And start to call. And not just lead Jesus to pass. Jesus said, come. I don't know why he didn't say, but I don't have eyes. I can't see. He got up believing that Charlie, hey, remove this cloak and let me go. Are you seeing a second example? Did he get his miracle or not? He got it. Push your neighbor and say, what is your faith causing you to do? Example number three is in Luke chapter seven. There was a woman there. This woman was known around as being a some way strange woman. But she knew that she needed the forgiveness of the Savior. And she knew that she wanted to establish a certain contract. And she went and bought an alabaster box of ointment. And she brought it. Are you seeing again the faith? Some of you with the spirit of mouth, you would have stood outside and said, but what if they sack me? What if they don't? What if the disciples don't allow me to draw closer? But what if they also do? What if Apostle Peter will use his sword to cut off my ear? But what if also Apostle Peter is not there? I'm talking to some of you. Your what ifs are too many. What about the opposite? Eh, so what if, if I go and do that thing I don't pass? But what again if you pass? What if I die? But what also if you live? Some of you who have reached your fourth year, you don't have beloved. This is what's worrying you. What if when I go, what if when I go, she bounces me? But what if she doesn't bounce you? (laughs) What if she doesn't bounce you? What I'm saying, is it true or it's not true? Yeah. So you're just sitting down there in your head. Quiet. In Luke chapter 7, quiet please, and verse 50. Verse 50, what did Jesus say? Luke 7, 50, 5, 0. People, work with me, please. Luke chapter 7, verse 50. Are they listening to the script there, preaching or not? <laughs> oh. <laughs> What did Jesus say to the woman? Your faith. Your faith. Not even his power, your faith. Because as for the power Jesus has, it's there. It's a constant. It's not, it's not a changeable thing. It's your faith. Whether your faith is standing or it's not standing. Hey. I told you when you have faith, you will do something. Tell your neighbor the passivity must go. Wow. Matthew chapter 9. We meet some two blind men there. In Matthew chapter 9. They are not spoken of very often, but they are in the Bible. Tell anybody in the Bible. 
And these two guys, they too, they went, we need mercy. And they received their healing. Listen. And it says in verse 29, according to your faith, be it unto you. Are you seeing something? Each one does something. Please go back to the beginning of the story. Verse, let's go back to verse 27. Okay. No. Beginning, I didn't say beginning of chapter, beginning of story. It's okay. I've resigned. Let me do my own thing here. Hey, yeah. All right. Matthew chapter 9. I'm in verse 28. Verse 27. When Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe you that I am able to do this? And they said, Yes, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to, thy, to your faith, be it unto you. Are you seeing the same thing again? So the same believing made them do something. What is your faith making you do? What is your faith making you do? Or you are just there? Mm. That's why in the scripture that we read in James chapter 2, the guy said, okay, you'll be there saying that you have faith, but you don't have works. And he said, by the works that I do, you will see that I have faith. I, by my works, will show you my faith. And in that same James chapter 2, you know, we started reading from 17, 18, 19, he says that demons too, they believe. So if it is only believing there, wouldn't you only appear? They crumple, they believe enough to tremble. You, you don't even tremble. <laughs> hey! Are you in the house? Let's go to Luke chapter 5. Pastor, the scriptures are to me. Listen, that's why you don't have any faith. Because faith, it comes by the hearing of the word of God. Uh-huh. So when you don't have patience to hear the word of God, you also have a problem with faith. This is one of the most classic stories in the Bible that we read for various reasons. Luke chapter 5. Jesus had gone into a place and in verse 18, behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in, because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and led him down through the tiles with his couch in the, in the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, are you seeing it? When he saw their faith, ask your neighbor, can your faith be seen? When he saw their faith, he said unto him, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Then he went on later on and he healed the man. But the point here is this. Faith that you have, we must be able to see it. How do we see it? By what it does. These guys were so sure that if only they could get their friend in before Jesus Christ, the man would be healed. And that faith was what made them do something. Amen. Faith without works is dead. So the first point I gave you today, I'm telling you that everybody has a measure of faith. Are you there? Do you remember the scripture? What was the scripture? Romans 12, 3. Okay. And now I'm saying to you that that faith, if it is really there, we must see it. How do we see it? In the works. In something that is done by virtue of the faith. Hallelujah. That you have. Now, 
I want us today to go through, I'm finishing in 10 minutes. Okay, or 15 minutes. Oh, I don't believe you. We are, listen, we are moving slowly but surely into exam season. So the Tuesdays are actually going to get shorter. Is that okay? So those of you who wait till 7.30 before you come, you will come one day, 7.30, I'm in the middle of the preaching. Yeah. 8, 8.15, I've closed. Yeah, so that you will not come and tell me that it's because of... Uh-huh. You see, those things, eh, it's faithless people who do them all. Yeah. It's faithless people who do them. So unless your faith rises and increases more. When you don't have faith, then you start to blame things around you. If you have really used your day and you have really learned, the truth of the matter is that nobody can learn 24-7. So no matter how hot you are at a point, you need comic relief. Let your church service be your comic relief. Yeah. But instead... (laughs) But instead, we will do everything else we won't remember the time we wasted watching series. We won't remember the time we wasted watching FIFA. We will not remember the time that we wasted doing... Yeah. Yeah. But because I don't only want the strong in faith to come, I also need the weak in faith to also come in here. That's why I'm going to shape the time a little bit. Tell your neighbor, are you one of the reasons? What did your neighbor say? <laughs> so... I now want to share with us, I'm moving on, but I want to share with you how to develop your faith. How are you going to develop your faith? If the faith can do so much. Because if you can develop your faith, I tell you, you will see miracles. You have heard of other people's own. But hearing of other people's own is not enough. That's why you can see people who go enjoying miracles. They go from place to place, but it's not enough. Because there are certain things that will build your faith. There are principles. Watching of miracles is not really one of them. As you watch the miracles, you are encouraged, though, not that you are not encouraged. But when you live here, there's nothing inside you, so you generally come back to base. But the scripture says that the faith is built by hearing the word of God. Prayer is also something that helps. But now, how do you get to the point where your faith actually begins to work? I'm going to give you four stages of development. Stage number one. It sounds very simple. But it's not that simple. Know what you want. Know what you want. Have you noticed that again in the Bible, many times when people run after Jesus and wanted a healing or something, Jesus started by asking, what do you want? And I've often thought to myself that, ah, But this question, I mean, if the man doesn't have eyes, obviously he wants to see. Jesus didn't take it for granted because you must know what you want before you can even get to a place. Many of us, we are very vague in what we ask for. We are very, very vague. What does it mean to be vague? The thing, you can't hold it anywhere. I'll give you an example. There's nothing wrong with asking God to help you. But he should help you to do what? (laughs) Let's be serious. Do you know that in the Bible there are about 8,000 promises, if not more? 
So, so which one of them? What exactly do you want? You are very quiet now. What exactly do you want? So the thing that you want, you need to define it. You need to define it. You need to know it. Know what you want. Very, very important. A lot of people think that they know what they want, but it's not true. It's not true. Oh, me, I want a first class with the kind of learning you are doing. Oh, I want to be rich. Everybody says they want to be rich, but the kind of sleeping that you are sleeping, rich men don't sleep like that. I'm just giving you a few examples. So take a little time to define what you want. It must be very, very, very clear. It must be very clear. Oh, Lord, I want a house. Listen, have you seen that metal thing over there? And you see a dying where we keep our, our equipment is a room. Uh-huh. The office over there is also a room. In Johannes Hostel is also a room. I can show you some that we have used uh, mud to also do. Please, what type do you like? What type? Because as you are standing, even from where I'm standing, I can show you different, different types of houses. So, depending on the type, what type do you want? But you are there. I want the house. As for wanting, it is free. Wanting. Oh Lord, I want a car. Hey, are you there? As I'm sitting here, I've prayed for a car for about 16 years. Yes. And then about two years ago, I had one of my sessions with God. That look, Lord, all jokes apart. What you are doing, I don't like it. That day, I heard of the Lord say, what kind of car do you want? And that has been my problem till now. Yeah. What kind of car do you want? Then he reminded me of when somebody had given me a BMW, a, what do you call it? Key ring with BMW on it. And I said that I'm going to hang this thing where I sit to pray. They said, what happened to that one? I said, oh Lord, it was, it was replaced by the Tundra. He said, what happened with the Tundra too? Then I said, well, the Tundra, no, one day I was watching Healing Jesus uh, campaign and I saw the Tundra pulling out the truck that was stuck. And I said, this is my wish for a Tundra to drive around in this 18th. It's a very frivolous. <laughs> or oh, you don't understand what I'm trying to say. When you see what the car is used to do, then you, you are sitting in this Yokumase, driving on a few, this, and you want a Tundra, very, very frivolous. So, so I lost that vision too. Then he said, so what do you want? I said, the truth is that I don't know. They said, when you know, I'll be back. So today, I want it. <laughs> and I turned and I said, Lord, I only know what I don't want. Yeah. I only, what I do not want is what I know. Hey! This question. I'm still on it though. I'm still on it. So they will see what. You see what. Every car that you bring, I have a bat in his eye. Every car. And still, I still like the Tundra. Up to now, up to now, I can be just sitting there now. Hear the, then I'll like. I said, Charlie, that's like. Hey! 
Then I said that, oh, but Lord, I don't want a car that drinks petrol. I said, have you seen somebody who wants a tuna? Have you seen a tuna that doesn't drink petrol before? I'm just sharing with you my dilemma. That because I've not been able to, to describe what I want, I can't describe it. I only told him that my life with second-hand cars is over. That's all I've told him. So I've told him that even they are sharing cars, if it's not here, I don't want it. Don't bring it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey, I said if you bring it, I'll know it's not from you. No problem. Hey, funny. Turn to your neighbor and say, what do you want? Have you seen that you, many things? You don't know what you want. You don't know what you want. You are there. Lord, I want to do well in school. Well, what is doing well? A first class is doing well. A second upper is also doing well. The second upper crown, there's a range. Hey, you are very quiet. As for that one, I knew what I wanted. Last year, I said, I want 10 first classes. I got exactly 10. I didn't get 10 plus 1. Exactly 10 in this church. And I'm saying that, Lord, this year, I'm looking for 20. Right here. I'm looking for 20 first classes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, now you know what you want. You have decided that I know what I want. Are you here? I know what I want. What next? Do you really want it? Mm. Do you really want it? You see, sometimes you're saying something is in your head that I want. It's not yet a burning desire. It's not yet something. Hey, what? Are you here? It must be something you really desire. Why? Let me read to you two scriptures. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 24. The desire of the righteous shall be granted. Are you a righteous man? Yeah. Righteous means in right standing with God. Oh, but I sinned today. The scripture says that he made him to be sin. Who knew no sin? that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. So the righteousness of Christ, I am righteous because of Jesus. I have his righteousness. When God looks at me, he sees me through the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And the scripture says that what I desire will be granted. The issue is the desiring. Some things are a passing thought. So that's why when you come to church and you pray a certain prayer, as you are going, you don't think about it again. Some of you who have your own branches. <clears throat> Lord, I want my branch to grow. When you finish the prayer, you have forgotten what you asked. You want it to grow by how much? As you leave the prayer, you have forgotten to cry. You remember crying even to go and visit you. Hey, Charlie. What I'm saying, is it true or it's not? Psalm 37 and verse 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Wow. And do you remember that we also had a scripture last uh, Sunday, Mark 11, 23, 24. In fact, it was 24. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray. So the Lord is waiting for you to desire, and many times the desire is not strong. Uh I mean, we all want something that is nice. But God does not like lukewarm things. Doesn't like a honey, honey. No. If you are going to desire it, really desire it, 
really desire it. How does he know that you desire? The thing is on your mind all the time. They are always bringing it before him. It's on your heart. It's in your head. It's in your... I mean, it doesn't go. It doesn't go. Yeah. Then you show that you desire. Hmm. Ask your neighbor, what do you desire? The issue, many, many things. We are just pragmatically walking through the light pole. But if you really desire it, a team, football team, that really desires a goal. That's the problem of Ghana Black Stars. You see, it's not that they don't want goal, but they desire their own individual glory more. So the desire to win is not strong enough. So if I pass this one here, I know it will be there. No, but I want to say, no, they don't desire it enough. They don't desire it enough. That's why they are looking for a shortcut. The shortcut, it has never worked. Up till now. The people who win the World Cup, how do they win it? If you really desire it, you will go and look at it. And you will do some. Hey, push your neighbor and say, and you will do some. Ask your neighbor on the other side, what do you really desire? Hey! Are you in the house or you have traveled? Now, when you have begun to see what you want, because you can also pray about it. Yeah, you can also say, Lord, let this thing enter my heart. Let it enter my heart. I've come to school. I really desire to do well. I'm a believer. I really want to grow in the Lord. Let it enter my heart. Are you there? Number three, pray until you have the assurance. Some people will say, pray until you have the substance. Mm. Pray until you have it. Pray until you have it. I saw a certain word meaning substance in the Greek. Hypostasis. H-U-P-O-S-T-A-S-I-S. Why is the Greek word important? It's important because... That same word, hypostasis, also means the title deed. The title deed or the legal paper. If you buy a piece of land in Ghana, until you are holding the title deed, don't rest. Because if you are not holding that, somebody can challenge you and you will pay again. But when you are holding the title deed, nobody can cough. Are you there? So the title deed, when you are holding, it means that this thing is for me. So you are, you, are, you are praying until it's like I'm holding the title deed for the thing I desire. Room has become quiet again on me. Yeah. If I'm holding the title deed, then I have it. Then I have it. So you are praying until you get that substance. Remember, faith is what? Substance. Okay. It is the substance. So you pray until you get it. There is a certain man of God who actually has the largest church in the world or the most members in the world. When they got to 850,000, he divided the church because <laughs> human beings who <laughs> ask your neighbor, have you seen 100,000 human beings in a church before? This one, it is not according to a Ghanaian estimate. It's actually counting. Uh-huh. So it's real. Yeah, his church seats 
12,000, the main auditorium. They have seven meetings in that auditorium per Sunday. Then he has buildings. All the buildings in that area belong to the church. And some are also full of people who need a translation of another language, various things. Are you there? So they have, he had 850,000 people. And when he was going to retire, because he's retired now, he's an old man, and he was going to hand over to one of his younger pastors, he told the guy that to take over 850, you cannot. So he took away 400 and something and shed it. Shed it. Shed it to the branches and various places by family. And they were left with 400,000. It's still a massive church. But that particular man tells a story about when he was building the church. They had gone to a part in South Korea. They'd gotten a certain island called Yoido, and he, it was a place everybody thought it was a bush, so it was quite cheap and all that. And then they started to build, and he had to get some contractors. You see, over there, it's not like when you are building Ghana. I mean, everything is strict. This must be done by that. So he said he got to a point in the building where the next phase was going to cost him $5 million. Said Charlie couldn't sleep. Hey, there's no rich man in my church at that time. What am I going to do? But he knew that God had led him to start the building. So he said he began to pray. I'm talking about praying for the assurance. Are you here? You desire. What was our first step? You know what you want. So he knew that he needed to have this building to house the, the thousands who were coming. Are you there? Then I said, what? You must have a burning desire. So he began to desire that he would have this project. And now he was on the way and suddenly he had come to a place where as he looked at what was needed, because you, you can, there are different ways of building. You can get a contractor who's building. So the person building for him was going to need this five million. He said, look, when he lies down to sleep, he sees five million, I cannot sleep. <laughs> he would jump up and say, hey, God. He would go and pray. Hey. Then his wife would come, are you okay? And he said, he prayed. He prayed. He prayed. Then one day, he had gone where? Somewhere out of his house in the morning before breakfast. And as he was crossing to enter the house, bam, suddenly, assurance. Assurance, when it comes, you just have peace. Then he ran inside the house shouting. His wife thought the man has finally gone off. Then he started to shout, I have it. I have it. No, as you're shouting, I have it. It's not that it's only one dollar. No. But what did he have? Assurance. It's like this thing. This thing. God is going to do it. God is going to do it. Yeah. It's so sudden now the worry has dropped away. The weight has dropped away. I don't know how, but he's going to do it. Well, the building is standing there. We went to see it. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So you keep on praying. Have you seen that we have jumped a lot of steps in our prayers? First of all, many times we don't know what we want. That's number one. Sometimes when we know what we want, we don't desire it enough to keep praying about it. We don't desire it enough to keep thinking about it. We don't desire it enough to keep... So we need to have the desire. Having got that desire now, you've got to pray till you get the peace of God in there. And you know that, Charlie... The ten, no, it is coming. I like your scripture. Oh, but is it not a nice scripture? <laughs> a certain assurance. Hallelujah. And then he goes on to say, 
The last one, do something. Do something. Do something. Miracles do not come by blindly struggling. One of the commonest things to do when you believe is to confess it. Say it. Are you there? I'm, I keep on meeting people all the time saying negative things. It really gets to me. Yeah. Oh, Ghana is hard. Oh, how will it not be hard? Oh, things are not working. How will they work? You have just announced that they will not work. You have established it by your mouth. Hey, church is very quiet. Are you there? So you see that we are back at the doing something. Where we started from. The people who went for the healing, they knew what they wanted. The woman with the issue of blood, did she desire to be healed or not? Hey. Strong desire. Strong desire. Are you there? And you see that it made them do something. What are you saying? Do you desire it enough to say proper things? The scriptures say that God calls those things that be not as though they were. So the thing, you may not be seeing it, but where's your faith? That's why what you see is now very, 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 very important. Are you in the house? I'm going to read something. God is going to cooperate with you to accomplish great things. He is the same. He doesn't change. Are you there? But before a person changes, God cannot manifest himself to them. So God used Moses and Joshua and other men of great faith. But when they passed away, people began to backslide and God stopped manifesting his power. So it's not that God there, his power has finished though. It's the human beings that he's working through. Whether they believe or not. Hey, ask your neighbor, do you believe or not? So you need to watch your heart and you need to watch your mind and you need to watch your mouth. Don't entertain what? Mm-hmm. Something, something. Don't entertain it. Hallelujah. Are you understanding? And when you have the assurance for the thing, speak it out. Speak it out. It's well with me. It's going to be well. Oh, my cries will come. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming, cry. I will conclude the issue soon. It's coming. Hallelujah. Watch what you say. Very, very, very important. Watch what you say because by your mouth, you are bringing into life. You see, when the man realized that he had got the assurance of peace for the five million, what did he do? He said, he started running inside the house saying, I've got it, I've got it. His wife was, you have got what? <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. But I've got it. What did he have? He knew that the assurance, this thing, it will come. And it came. And it came. What are you believing God for? Begin to believe him. Many of us, we pray, but as we pray, then we are also with one eye. Uh-huh. You see, one eye is like my uncle will do it. Hey, you are very quiet. What I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? Yeah. So we say that we believe God, but then in the next breath, we are doing something else. But I think that we need to begin to really believe him. And really just be, put, the te- put it to the test. Amen. Some of you, for quite some time, you've been stuck in one place. One of the things that sticks us in one place, you can be stuck for two reasons. One, you believe and you don't believe. And if you believe and you don't believe, it's equal to not believing. Are you there? Two, sometimes we don't expect. 
So we have arranged ourselves in such a way that nothing will change. I can give you an example. A young lady who has given up hope that she will ever marry has a way of behaving. It's true. And a young lady who hopes that she will marry also has a different way of behaving. Yeah. What you believe or what you think, you actually just, you just, yeah. Some of you, the way that you behave, I can see, I can see that the second lower entrance you'll be bringing. Hey, Father, help us. It's true. It's true. The way when exams are coming, there are two, there are two, two things. Either you are over worried or you are not worried at all. Those two tails there. <laughs> Those two tails there, they are a sign that <laughs> you see, exam time, there's, there, there should not be a certain lightheartedness around. Uh-huh. But there's also some heaviness too that comes at you. Charlie, I don't know who, it's not working. <laughs> hey! Are you in the house or you have traveled? You see that those who are trying to study and stuff, they are diligently just trying to let it work and diligently. You see that there's some people, Charlie, it's as if eh, eh, inner peace, inner peace, Charlie. They are just the inner peace. Just, just say, Shere, eh, you sleep when you sleep and you wake up and then you just go and eat some watch and you're feeling very sleepy and you just say, hey, tell neighbor, let's be serious. Yeah. You need to pull yourself together and be serious about whatever. <laughs> it's because exams are approaching. That's why I'm giving you a lot of exam scenarios. Amen. Those of you who have meltdowns every exam, stop it. Stop it. Usually the meltdown is because you are fooled around, sir. And then now you go and sit down. It's the night before the exam and you realize that you have four notebooks to cover. How are you going to make it in those four notebooks? Hey, tell your neighbor that power and wisdom, they go together. Power and wisdom, they go together. You cannot just live a happy-go-lucky something, something, something like No. Be serious. Then you now start sending me texts. Hey. My heart. Your what? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, there's nothing wrong with your heart. There's nothing wrong with your heart. Ah. Hey. All of a sudden, you start to say, my asthma has come. What asthma? What asthma has come? <laughs> what asthma is in your possession? Let it go now in the name of Jesus. Meanwhile, this asthma, it never comes. So it's only the day before the, a particular exam. My friend, you better suspect something. Hey. And you better find some faith. Amen. Are we going to develop into people of faith? Yeah. Begin to really believe God. Begin to really believe God. Faith grows. Next week, I'll be talking to you about how to grow it. We are developing our faith. I'm, I've showed you how to use it. But we're going to have to talk about how to grow it. So that if you see that it is small, how to begin to get it to become a bit more. Amen? Because if you believe, it will work. And you see the Bible full of examples of people who really believed. I mean, you must really believe God to come and remove my roof and bring down somebody who's not well. Hey. 
But you see that they were so sure. If only we can bring this guy back, it will be okay. What are you so sure about? If you are sure, it will work. Wow. Is it a good message? Is it a needed message? Yeah. Yeah. And there are so many dimensions of faith. I don't know if we'll have time to do all of it, but lift up yourself and begin to read about it. Amen. Some things you ask only once is there. Other things you will ask and you will ask and you will ask. You will persevere in the asking. Hallelujah. You can't just say that the enemy they have been asking. God has not minded me, so me they are on board. What do you mean by your body? Share. So you never where you are now, you can't turn back. Mm. You are not saying this with conviction, though. You see, <laughs> one day, the disciples of Jesus, Jesus, he had gone somewhere, had gone to feed some people, and the people had run back to him the next day, of course, expecting some more food, and they wanted to come and make him, uh, what, <laughs> the, the governor of the area or whatever. And Jesus said, look, unless you eat my, my flesh and drink my blood, it's a very subway statement too. And the people got angry. And when they got angry, they left. Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, you people too, are you also going? Peter asked him, we are going where? We have left everything to follow you. You are now asking us that are we going? You see, you must get to that place with God. Amen. Where is that Lord? I'm going where? Hey, where I have left my everything. Changed my life, my everything. It's like now that now you are now saying go where? There's nowhere to go. Lord, me and you know. We are here. Hey. So Lord, it has to work. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Yeah. And as you decide and you stand strong in that faith, you're going to see that God will come through for you. Hallelujah. I'm believing God to come through for us. Amen. I said I'm, I'm believing God to come through for us. Hallelujah. Yeah. As I sit here and I've done, okay, Lord, this is how far I can come with a certain kind of wisdom. I need this building expanded. I need it. Yeah. I'm working on, I'm also working for the, what's the word? Assurance. Yeah. Assurance. Yeah. Assurance. America will grow, huh? It's, oh, you, you just say that, look, I have to live long enough to come and see it. Eh? Ah, we cannot be squeezing every Sunday like that. Many sun in it. The what? Ah, it has to happen. Eh? Administrators, we need our officers. We need our administrators' office. Those who are doing books, you need your learn every day. Then they have to carry the books, pack them. Don't worry. Don't worry. If we just believe, Lord, stand there. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe. We shall believe. We shall believe. Are you there? Not that we shall believe. Then our one eye is on, eye is on our father in a cry. No. Hey. No, we shall believe God. Yeah. If as you are believing God, your father comes to help. We know Vexo. No, but it is up to, it is our duty to believe God. Or you don't understand what I'm saying to you. Yeah. If we say we have grown small, we cannot just, so that what should the children do? If you who say you are a little older, you will not sit down, sit up and do something. Hey. So tell your neighbor, watch this space. One day you will come, this wall is gone. 
Yeah, you will remember that I told you. You will remember that you were in church when I told you. Yeah, yeah. I said you close one day. You go home. When you return on the Sunday, the wall is gone. Hey, hey. Were you not there? You said you are going home and come. And when you went home and you came back, suddenly something, 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 something. Hey. That is exactly how you will just be walking around parambulating. You say something, something. When you come back, the building has extended to the other wall. Oh, if you believe it, you would have put your hands together. Don't worry. I don't mind. Look, whether you believe or you don't believe, me, that's why I said, I know exactly what I want. Yeah. I know exactly what I want. Are you there? <laughs> I know exactly what I want. Burning desire is in place. Yeah. This is an expression of it. I tell God, I cannot wait. I'll finish with the stage. We have turned this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I'm looking for the assurance. Tell me about the assurance. The assurance. I'm just praying for that one. The title deed, the thing that I'll hold him and say, Lord, here it is now. And it will come. Hallelujah. I don't know what you are believing God for. But I want you to stand on your feet. Wherever you find yourself in the progression of what I'm talking about, I want you to pray about it. If you are there, you have been talking to God about some things, but you realize you've not really defined it. I don't want you to begin to conjure up things. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I want you to talk to God and say, Lord, give me a goal or give me something. Give me a real thing to aim at. Hallelujah. And maybe you know what you are desiring. But the desire is not strong enough yet. Maybe it's not all the time on your mind and in your thoughts and in your plans. You want to say, Lord, let this desire become a a, a burning desire. Because I see that you work with desires. And if your desire for the thing is in place and is strong, maybe like me, you are standing in the place where, Lord, I need the assurance. I need the substance. I need the title deed, Lord. The thing that tells me that it's in place and it is done. And then you want to say, Lord, I'm going to do something. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to confess it. I'm going to find the scripture that gives it to me. I'm going to work on my design and I will stay there, Lord, until it works. Lift up your voice tonight and pray like somebody who actually believes God believes God. You have been coming to God. You've been talking about, Lord, I'm not well. I'm not well. And each time you go back and you say, but my sickness. Today, just repent of it and say, Lord, I don't have any sickness. It doesn't belong to me. I refuse ownership. I won't have it anymore. I'm going to believe for my healing. I'm going to desire my healing. And I'm going to keep coming, Lord, until I receive it. Because I can see that you heal other people. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Your school fees are not paid. From today, you want to say, Lord, I've dried my eyes, no more tears. But rather, I'm working. I'm going to come to you in faith. Knowing that you give me what I desire. Whatsoever pains you desire. When you pray, are you praying like believers or you are praying like people who are in a hurry to do something else? Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Talk unto God tonight. 
and say, Lord, I'm believing you. I've turned away. I'm not believing anyone else, Lord. Lord, it is with you that I have to do. Only with you. Only with you. Only with you. Oh, only with you. Tell them, Lord, I know that my breakthrough is here. I know that my breakthrough is here. I know that my breakthrough is here. I know that I have that which I've believed you for. I know that I have that which I've asked you for. I know that my healing has come. I know that you are answering me. I know that the bills are paid. I know that the grades have come. I know that what I asked you for is done. The place to stay is mine. The job is mine. I know it, Lord. I know it, Lord. I know it, Lord. I know it, Lord. Lord, I'm going to confess it until it's really in my heart. I'm going to confess it until it's really deep there because you said that whatsoever things I desire, whatsoever things I desire, when I pray, if I believe, I will receive it. Lift your voice. Pray for a few more minutes. Pray for a few more minutes tonight. Oh God is the same. He does not change. He does not change. He does not change. He's just looking for us, waiting for us, waiting for our faith to fall in place so that he can do what he did with the fathers of faith. You just want to receive tonight. You want to say, Lord, my faith is being boosted. Oh, yes. Son, my faith is being boosted. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle.
lift up your hands to the Lord. Maybe it's a miracle that you desire. Maybe it's a healing that you need. Maybe it is the, what you have, the mess that you have made of your life. You're saying, Lord, just change my destiny. You're saying, if I stay on this road, Lord, where I am, it's not looking good. I ask you to change it. Whatever it is tonight, just ask it. Knowing that as you ask, if you're asking in faith, that you receive it. Tonight, there's a very powerful healing anointing here. There's a very powerful miracle working anointing here. You just want to receive it now. You want to receive it now. You want to receive it now. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for miracles tonight. We thank you for miracles tonight. We thank you for miracles tonight. We thank you for miracles tonight. Thank you for miracles tonight. Somebody, you need a miracle with your project work. Tonight, the Lord is making a way for you. Tonight, the Lord is making a way for you. That impediment is being removed. That impediment is being removed from your way. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That healing that you are looking for, stretch out tonight and receive it. Stretch out tonight and receive it. It is yours. The desire is in place. You know exactly what you want. And tonight you are receiving it. Just receive that touch tonight. The same God who healed that woman with the issue of blood. He's the same one we are speaking to. The same one who healed the blind man. He's the same one we are talking to tonight. Receive his touch tonight. Receive his touch tonight. Receive his healing tonight. Receive it tonight. That condition will not return in the name of Jesus. Somebody with arthritis, a painful knee, it is lifting right now. It will not return in the name of Jesus. It will not return in the name of Jesus. Somebody you've been struggling to read, the pain is in your neck. But even as I'm speaking right now, that pain is going. Right now, that pain is going. I see an angel and I see him place something behind your head. And that pain is removed. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody, you are not concentrating, but tonight, something is just lifted off you and you feel it physically. Like that, like a winch. And it's gone. 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 A peace of mind is coming. Peace of mind. Wellness of mind. In the name of Jesus, receive it. 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 Sheka sandolo broshima tendele. Rinda la baba sendele brendolo bostende. Kandala baba sendele brendolo brostanda. Somebody you've been having demonic visitations. Right now, we rebuke you, Satan. You will leave. Never return in the name of Jesus. You wake up in the night, nightmares and fear. But tonight, they are rebuked on your behalf. They will not return. Receive it. It's according to your faith. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Somebody you've been broke the entire semester. Shakabo seke tande. Shima saka tondele. 
Rababonde, the devourer is rebuked on your behalf in the name of Jesus. The devourer is rebuked in the name of Jesus. The devourer is rebuked in the name of Jesus. Satan, take your baggage and go now in Jesus' name. You are unseated. You are unseated. You are unseated. I see a stool being thrown out. And I see a spirit run out. He has left. He has left. He has left. He has left. He will never return. Shabasu. Kebratanalamama. Rima sondola brandele berendele dei. Reka sandala brandala babala 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 baba. Rendele bebere bere andala mama sendele ndolo broda. Rendele bebere bere 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 bere. Baba 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 baba. la brasanda la mama. Ori andala babere bere 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 bere. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. infilling of the spirit to empower us in all the coming days and in all that we have ahead of us touch us now fill us now thank you for visiting us in the name of Jesus take a deep breath where you are standing take a deep breath three at a time just one second time two Spirit of God to refresh you and to fill you. Receive that fresh wind. 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 With the fresh wind, 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 yeah, the fresh wind, the fresh wind. Thank you, Jesus. With the fresh wind, wind of the spirit. Fresh wind. It's a fresh wind. It's a fresh wind. It's a fresh wind. Shindalama sundelebe, randelebe seke tandalama ma, rendelebe rendelebe mandalama ma, rendelebe reva sandalama ma, seke tandalama ma. Somebody, a breath lump was just removed. Where'd it go? When you check, you discover it has disappeared. We thank you. The Spirit of God says you must remove fear. That's the door. Remove it. Remove it. Remove it. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Somebody, when you get home, you're going to throw up. It's not going to look good, green and ugly. But after that, you'll be okay. After that, you'll be okay. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, we give you praise. You are good. You are good. You are good. You are good. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, the Spirit of God is present and He's just moving. It's a gentle move, but it's so powerful. So powerful. Those of you who are not able to concentrate when you are studying, you receive a touch of the Spirit now. The worry is lifting. You receive a touch. Receive a calmness. Receive an ability to read. Receive it, and what you read, it will stay. What you read, it will stay. What you read, it will stay. Shema sonda la sonda la baboya. Neka brasanda la baba. Aranda la brasinda la bebe 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 bebe. Shika brando la babole yanda la bebe sendeka. Arenda la babole yanda la baba la baba la baba. Makobo fende le bechi yanda la basonda la baba. If you are here, you know that you are going to be traveling between November and December, not home. Not supposed to everybody will travel, but you are going to travel. Major journey, church coming back. Major journey. Please don't come because you are going to Accra or you are going to Boko. No. Major journey out of the country. Not you wish. You are going. Not you wish at all. You are actually going. Not that you wish to go, but you're actually going. Have you ever thought of traveling before? Have you ever desired to travel before? The Lord says it will come to pass. If you believe. Hey, shh. Father, please stand there with me. Let it come to pass. In the name of Jesus. May we be witnesses that it has happened. We call forth a visa. We call forth an open door. May the practical things that must fall into place. May they fall into place. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for these ones who are about to travel. I pray for them. I pray first for protection. I pray that by whatever means they will go, they will go and they return. Somebody need the provision of the ticket. Father, may it be done. May it be done. May it be done. In the name of Jesus. Father, the doors let them open. The visas let them open. Father, I pray for supernatural protection in the name of Jesus. 
Let it come to pass easily, simply, without stress. In the name of Jesus. May every agent that has been sent on the way to stop it, may that agent be removed now. In Jesus' name. Watch over your children, O God. Preserve and protect them, O God. Whether by road or by air, whatever means they will go by, Lord. Preserve, protect. Let them go and come back. Let them go and come back. Never fight. Nothing shall by any means hurt them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Spirit of God says, you will go and come a thousand times. Tickets you did not buy. You will know where they came from. Where do you want to go? Desire it. It shall come to pass. 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 Places your father's house has not gone, you shall go. Places they don't know anything about, you shall go and you shall come. For I have plans of good for you. To give you a future and a hope. If only you believe. there are some of you who are in your final year and you are just some points away from a first class. Where you are standing, just put your hand on your head, on your heart, whichever one. Father, we call it forth. We call it forth. We call it forth. You said that you do not allow the words of your ministers to fall down to the ground. Let that first class come forth in Jesus' name. Whatever has been sent, to knock it away, Father, we knock it back in the name of Jesus. And we call forth, oh God. I pray for somebody who needs nine whole points to get there, Father. Let them receive it now, in Jesus' name. Let them receive it now, in Jesus' name. Let those who are in that bracket not fall back. Let those who are close be boosted over, in Jesus' name. Father, we believe you. Our trust is in you. Our trust is in you. Let it come to pass, in Jesus' name. I pray for those doing projects, Lord. Help them, oh God. I ask for supernatural help. I ask, oh God, for angels to take those questionnaires. I ask, oh God, for angels to gather them. I ask, oh God, for scientific write-ups and whatever write-ups are being done. Sociology, Father, let it come to pass. Speedily, effortlessly, I pray for those who are in beastly groups. Father, 
give them wisdom and ways to maneuver in Jesus' name. I pray, oh God, that you bring the situation under control from supervisor to groupmates to, Lord, even your children. Cause miracles to come forth. Let those projects be done. Let those projects be done. We speak to you projects. We say, be done. Be done. Be done. Be done. We come against errors. We come against time wasting. And we say, Lord, have your way. Have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here tonight. You, are, you were invited by somebody. Or you've always been here, but you are not sure that you're on your way to heaven. It begins with a relationship with God. The first sign of your faith is to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you've always been in church. You've always loved church. But you're just not sure of your salvation. Tonight, I want to encourage you. Come and receive him. Lift up your right hand tonight. You're not sure that you're going to heaven. Lift up your right hand and let's pray together. It's just a prayer away. It's just a prayer away. It's just a prayer away. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for the gift of salvation. We are blessed because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. Take your seats.